On this rare Friday daily, we're going to talk some cold, hard cash. We'll look at the top four earners so far this season in dirt late model racing and discuss their chances at million dollar seasons. Let's go. It's Friday, September 29th. I'm Justin Fadler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I welcome into a little bonus daily since I was sick and didn't do a sh uh, Sunday show last week. Plus, I had a bunch of stuff to go uh, ready to go yesterday before that Mike Hess news broke. Uh, I figured, why the hell not? Uh, this is my show after all. I know the high limit stuff has created a ton of questions going forward about what it all means with schedules and drivers and who goes where and who does what. And there'll be plenty of time to talk about all of that in the coming weeks and months as things become more clear on both sides. A lot of stuff behind the scenes remains fluid. More potential changes, I think, in the driver market could affect how things play out as well. But keep asking your questions in the comments and the DMs uh, on social media and email is always open. I'll uh, try to do my best to get answers to everything I can as we move forward. All right, on to my research that was originally slated for yesterday's show. I've done a few episodes this season about sprint car earnings. And thanks to the work that Bill has done over at SprintCarRatings.com, it's been really easy as of late to go see who's made what so far this season. I think because of, uh, because of the discussions that we've had around the money, he's also added in some extra stat tracking, especially for total money around the sport. It's allowed us to kind of compare seasons pretty easy there as well. But on the late model side, we don't really have that same thing. Nobody on a public basis anyways is tracking money quite the same way. You can't just go to a website and see who's made how much. And I know uh, some kind of do this with their own spreadsheets. I've obviously been sent things at times, and we see numbers uh, on social media from time to time as well, but I've been asked a few times recently where we stand with earnings at this point in the season. And to give you a decent picture, I put together numbers for the top four guys this season. That includes Ricky Thornton Jr., Bobby Pierce, Hudson O'Neill, and Jonathan Davenport. They've won the bulk of the big races, and they're going to top the earnings numbers by the time the season is over. I track winnings over at DirtTracker.com in the analytics section for the two national series in Lucas and the Outlaws, so those are obviously easy to grab. I've also included here the Flow Racing Night in America numbers, the XR Super Series in Working Man, the Eldora Crown Jewels, plus as much other info as I could find beyond that. I think that's one of the reasons you don't see uh, you know, these available publicly anywhere is because there's just so many races and a lot of these guys run a lot of different places. And I'm sure these aren't 100% accurate, but they should be pretty close, uh, and they'll give you at least some idea of where drivers are right now. Uh, we'll start first with Jonathan Davenport. There was no way he was going to back up his incredible 2022 year uh, where he crossed $2 million in total earnings. And even with the rise of the other contenders, though, he still had a very solid season. Nearly $250,000 so far with Lucas. He has the Dirt Lay Model Dream score, plus a nice run at the Wild West shootout to start the season. I've got him across 532,000 so uh, so far this year, but it's likely uh, you know that he and, and really all of the drivers that I'm talking about here are probably a little bit higher. Plus, I didn't include uh, any tow money and and you know the the weekly bonus or the monthly bonus money that the outlaws pay out, things like that. Uh, next on the list, uh, Hudson O'Neill just won the World 100 for Rocket and Mark Richards, uh, plus some big scores with XR and the Flow Series over $200,000 with Lucas. I've got him into the $580,000 range, uh, you know, 581, and, and again, probably a little bit more, uh, you know, depending on, uh, you know, what numbers you look at. But, and I think, you know, between O'Neill and Davenport, depending on where they run and how they close out 2023, both drivers here still have a chance at million dollar seasons, especially since that Lucas Final Four pays at least $100,000 uh, to be a part of. And the head and shoulders above the rest are Bobby Pierce and Ricky Thornton Jr. These two have been 
absolutely lights out. Both are all but guaranteed to get into seven figures. I've got Pierce right now at just across eight hundred thousand uh, uh, dollars, eight oh two. But you know, I think it could potentially be maybe a little bit higher than, maybe a little closer to eight ten. Two hundred eighty-three thousand dollars so far with the Outlaws, plus another nearly two hundred grand with Lucas. Thanks, uh, thanks to some big wins on that side. And then you tack on nearly ninety k with Flow, another ninety k plus with XR, and then plenty of other wins in between. He won at the Wild West Shootout. He's got prelim wins at Eldora, uh, and with uh, the Summer Nationals. $150,000 from the Outlaw Championship if he's able to close the deal, plus potentially the Flow Series title and then any other winnings here down the stretch. I think that should easily push him across a million dollars for the year. And he, he even sees that. He mentioned it in a Victory Lane interview here not all that long ago. And finally, Ricky Thornton Jr., thanks to 21 wins in 50 races, he's crossed half a million in earnings with just Lucas alone. He's got nearly 100K with the Outlaws. Um, he's got $63,000 with the Flow Series. He's got a six-figure one with XR, plus the cash from Hunt the Front and Eldora have put him well beyond uh, 850K. I've got $863,000 right now. He'll get another at least $100,000 for the Lucas Chase, so a million is basically uh, inevitable here. It'll be more about how far across a million dollars he can get by the time the season is over. I know a year ago, JD, Chris Madden were uh, at or above a million, and I, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that we could have $3 million drivers in 2023 and potentially close to four. And if you want a, a quick a sprint car comparison, Logan Schuhart has $1.25 million in winnings to this point. Uh, obviously, the bulk of that coming from that Eldora million score. David Gravel, second right now, he's got 675000 Then it drops to Kyle Larson at 473000 and then Carson Macedo at four thirty-three. Uh, if you want to see my numbers, let me know. Uh, maybe I can post them below in the comments section and you can dive into them. Or, you know, if you track the stuff on your own, feel free to check, uh, fact check me below in the comments. At the BC39 last night, Thomas Meserol finally broke through for a USAC midget win in 2023. It was a split field prelim win, but with the year he's had, it's, he seemed pretty stoked to finally get a victory. In 19 starts before last night, just four top fives and seven top tens on the year. And this comes after a season where he had three victories and was in top 10 more than 60% of the time. But while his RMS teammate and Justin Grant has continued with the Toyota power, Timez's car has been utilizing a bit of an experimental Ford engine being developed by Engler Machine. And trying to get things dialed in with that new power plant has proved difficult. In his Victory Lane interview last night, Meserol even referenced a recent run-in with RMS team owner Dave Estep over their issues. A win, though, and a locked-in spot for Saturday's BC39 main event should hopefully ease those tensions a little bit. Behind that victory, Taylor Reimer picked up her career best finish with a second, and Chase McDermott was also on the podium. Those two drivers have locked in Saturday spots as well. Tonight at Indy, they'll do it all over again with a new group of drivers with more feature spots on the line. If you can't get to Indy, tonight and tomorrow are live over on Flow Racing. Uh, looking around elsewhere, uh, we've talked at least briefly this week about most of the other big stuff happening around the country. You know, Lucas at Raceway 7, and they've got the Pittsburgher to decide the Final Four. The Outlaw Late Models are headed for two nights at Atomic in Ohio. I mentioned yesterday the Hunt the Front Series at Talladega. Uh, I've been offered an opportunity to maybe stream a live look-in on that Hunt the Front show on Saturday evening. Let me know if you'd like to come hang out for a bit. Check that out with me over on YouTube. Uh, there's also a Sprint Car Challenge Tour and NARC Series at Hanford. And then, of course, the Ward of Outlaws are at Williams Grove tonight and tomorrow for the National Open. That one is 75,000 win on Saturday night, that classic Outlaws posse matchup. Plus, we're running out of races here for drivers to challenge Brad Sweet for the Outlaw title. If Macedo and Gravel are going to do anything, they have to do it now. Uh, three different Outlaw winners at the Grove so far this year. Brad Sweet in May, Logan Schuhart, Rico Abreu in July. The last posse win was Lance DeWeese a year ago during the Natty itself.
Uh, that's it for the daily show this week. Thanks to everybody who supports what I do here. I put in a lot of time, a lot of effort to try and bring you guys something new, interesting, informative each day. Uh, and your comments and your video likes and your emails and your tweets and your merch purchases certainly don't go unnoticed. I hope you guys have a good Friday out there. We'll see you right back here on Sunday. Sunday.